Welcome back, hip-hop purists, to another episode of 40 Years of Hip-Hop, where we review and dissect a thousand songs over the span of 40 years, from 1979 to 2019. This is your host with the many alliances, the G-Man, aka G-Money, aka the Incredible G, also known as the Shin Kurogaiji. Be on the lookout for Forever Hip-Hop Radio. It's coming soon in less than two weeks. It's planned to be released on November 1st. Be on the lookout for that channel. You can check it out on IG at Forever Hip Hop Radio and on Miss Cloud, Forever Hip Hop. This is going to be awesome. We're going to be playing not only the hits, but the classics and obscure songs. The songs that never were selected or you never heard about. The track fillers, everything that's dope. This is going to be the new hip hop medium format for real music, real, real hip hop. And now, let's take a trip down memory lane. Rap Battle is generally believed to have started in the East Coast hip-hop scene in the late 80s. One of the earliest and most infamous battles occurred in December 1982 when Cool Moody challenged Buzzy B Starsky. And Buzzy B was defeated by the more complex raps of Cool Moody, which meant that no longer was an MC just a crowd-pleasing comedian with a slick tongue, he was a commentator and a storyteller, thus rendering Buzzabee's archaic format of rap obsolete in favor of a newer style, which KRS-One also credits as creating a shift in rapping in the documentary Beef. Then history started to showcase famous rap battles on wax. It wasn't the same ever again until the COVID-19 pandemic caused the creation of the Versus format where we take it back to the old school way, a battle of MCs live instead of being on wax, a clash of bravado, wits, and scales. The last verses on Sunday, October 17, 2021, paid homage to the legendary Kumudi versus Bizabi Star Ski battle when two legends clashed. Big Daddy Kane, aka the King Asiatic, against KRS-One, aka the Blastmaster. It was an epic showdown. I'll let you guys watch it and enjoy it. To me, it was a victory for real hip-hop. Boom bap. Be on the lookout for this week's episode of Friday by my partner in crime, Mr. Ron. He will review a native tongue classic song, Buddy, by De La Soul featuring Q-Tip, Five Dog, Queen Latifah, Money Love, and the JBs, The Jungle Brothers. The song is often cited as an example of an effective remix, one that includes a change of song lyrics or beat. In this case, both the original song's lyrics and the musical song receive a makeover. The 7-minute 12-inch remix version was clearly tailor-made for the dance floor and provided a striking contrast to the laid-back album version. This is a song that I would have also selected, but Mr. Ron beat me to it. Can't wait to hear his review on it. Today we'll be reviewing two songs in one shot for episode 93. Caterpillar by Ross the 5'9 featuring Eminem and King Green. And Caterpillar the Remix by Ross the 5'9 featuring Logic and King Green. It is one of the rare occasions where I couldn't split between an original track and its remix. Both versions are unique in their own way and similar because it's the same beat and concept, the kind of remix that doesn't change anything in the song, just the lyrics. 
A perfect example of a classic boom-bap style beat delivered by two Detroit legends and a young Rings rap style that has been questioned by many fans and heads. Caterpillar was released in 2018, the remix and the original version, and it was from the album called The Book of Riot. Originality. What makes the songs original? The basic theme of the song is Don't respect the caterpillar to praise the butterfly. The beautiful butterfly wasn't just born like this. It was born and bred as a strong caterpillar before reaching the final form. Royce cited Eminem falls a little bit more into that category than I do, but both of us are caterpillars. A lot of times you'll praise these new guys but gotta tear us down. But where do you think the style originated and came from? The song itself is addictive and amazing. The video is a black and white James Lurie's directed clip, where the rappers take turns with their fiery verses while the other remains standing in a stoic pose, taking in the boom bap beats to the fullest. The lyrics and video graphics imagery use a caterpillar with a butterfly metaphor that addresses respect. And for all these reasons, for originality, I had to go with a 4.5 out of 5. Fun fact. The essential meaning of stoic is a person who accepts what happens without complaining or showing emotion, without apparent feeling or sensibility, with indifference to pleasure or pain, with calm fortitude. Courtesy of Discogs, Music, Wikipedia, and Rolling Stones. Delivery lyrics and flow. Both Detroit legends spit some hefty bars over these hard-hitting carnival-like beats with this looseness, slaying the beat with their aggressive yet cool approach throughout the original song. As expected, they each give us something that is very lyrical. The wordplay they use is outstanding and the flow they rap with is astonishing. Even Logic on the remix will face many criticism as a legitimate rapper that bites many styles. He impressed me on this one as a rapper. I never heard from him before. I went on to discover his discography and wasn't impressed at all. He sounds to me as a rapper that is searching for his style, but on this one he delivered perfectly his best first in his short career. He should stick to that style of rap. Royce sets us off over the screeching boom bap, delivering quick weighted bars at an intense rate on both versions of the track. As a hip-hop portable, yo, how could I go? The whole song is a quotable on both versions, you know? So let's just start with the intro by Gil Scott Hammer. That's a classical spoken word. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercial because the revolution will not be televised. And then you got as a post-chorus, uh, ring the alarm, the caterpillar keeps firing, oh, we in the war where butterflies keeps dying, oh, that's by Royce, and it samples the ring the alarm by Tenosaur, the classic reggae track. Verse 1 for Royce, you got, I'm a product of Parker Lewis and Kubiak, if I didn't do this, where in the fuck would you be at? See, there's a difference between us when I spit hit arenas. You're drip from my penis, I eat lions and sip hyenas. You're number one when it comes to slurring mics. I'm trying to be number one in my song and daughter life. All you nigger, 
My little rapper babies, y'all my children now beat my shit and contracted rabies. Don't you grade me next to these rappers, baby? That's degrading. My style got so many different facets. I switch into so many different passions. I'm skipping class to be fascinated. My pen is like Big Ben, this shit, just a classic waiting. Your favorite rapper come at me, I just decapitated. I hate congratulating these as being who at their highs. These rappers only won their matches because they strategize. I bring Atika to the to these patterns and here's my battle cry. Yo man, that's so sick. Boris is hungry, hungry as a wolf, you know? On verse two, you gotta hold up, wait a minute. Guess what I'ma never do? Show some respect to you. That I feel like we're friends, so now we no longer competitors. That could be the death of you. Never let someone who's not as smart as you gas you up and tell you something you never knew. Always stay professional. You're always gonna make revenue. Don't let people next to you that don't want the best for you. It's completely normal to hold on to a regret or two. I do what I do, they do what I let them do. Everything these niggas be saying is a fucking lie. It's nothing I can say that you, that is Willer. Remember when you praising the butterfly, don't you ever disrespect the fucking caterpillar. And to finish it, you know, the first two verses were worse and you got M on the last one, but M's verse is so long. I'm gonna just hit you with two excerpts, you know? It's like, you're looking at the Attila, the psychopathic killer, the caterpillar. Don't tell me when I'm supposed to rap until, especially when your favorite rapper ain't even half a zeal. A savage still, the track's gonna banana peel, attack of the silverback gorilla. You're having a little trouble fathoming. This is actually happening. Like Anderson Silverback, when he snapped his sheen in half and then had the shit hanging by a flap of skin after he tried to play the shit back on the mat again. Pat to pen, I'm baddy like eyelids when they're blinking a lot. You copy me, but you're not, you can be butterflies. My offsprings are just moths. I see that I'ma squash it and rip the wings it off. Yo, when you reference it to the Silver, that famous fight when you just broke his ankle, man, his leg. And then another excerpt, since the Eminem's verse is so long, it's sad because dad taught you to rap as a damn toddler. My dad is your grandfather, I'll have to rehatch on you. Come back as a black wasp, half yellow jacket, you can't swat a Sasquatch, then sing on top of a net, triple it and stomp it, smash it and stand on it, damn it, I can't stop it. The rap is a bag and I'm going in like a temple in this bridge, it's a manslaughter, stomping at grasshoppers, you can't be no rap gods, in fact, you're exact opposite. You make a wax song and can't hold a candle, but even Daniel Sen wax up. You jackoffs need to come to grips like a handjob. The boom bap is coming back with an axe to mumble rap. Lumberjack with a hot saw. Wow, wow. Then the remix, man. The same verses by Royce the Five Nine. It's just, you got logic that pitches in instead of Eminem when he says, yeah, sold a quarter million records in my first week and BT still don't want to let me perform. Maybe it's cause my pigment, maybe I'm being ignorant. Maybe it's all figment of my imagination and exaggeration exacerbates that I'm the illest. Yes, how many are willing to kill us with the realest? That's why they feel us the best. But I don't give a fuck about this rap shit. No, really tough. Shitting on a brother I should love, man. That's silly, yo. Fuck all this division and lyrical decision. It's time to unify because hip hop is beautiful. It's you and I, and it doesn't discriminate if you're black or white and you're Christian or Muslim. If you just love him and put nothing above him. That was a nice verse, man. And he also has another part because his verse is so long. And this best part, it's, it's crazy how everyone's so obsessed with my race because I'm a proud to be black. But matter of fact, 
if it was flip around every time somebody asked me what it was like to be a white rapper what it's like to be a white rapper logic oh i was just like just never talk about it like man it's just so great being a white rapper white 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 everything white men being white so great wow it's so great and then some brother was like ah ain't your daddy black and i was like oh shit and the world will be like what are you scared to be black are you ashamed to be black motherfucker fuck you fuck you you piece of shit mixed biracial fucking cut that's how they be cole said fuck all this black and white it's time to unite be who you are and identify as a star it's a great message man you know me too i didn't know he was half black because when you look at logic he's fully white caucasian looking alike but his dad is black man it's the pigmentation that came out this way oh so that's what was so oh, dope 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 man and you got king green that's doing the chorus man the chorus is so ill too on the chorus he goes by this right here for the number one number one's here with your number one you ain't number one just another one now everybody's saying that the number one kid take your number one quit number one song get your number one chick number one fly with your number one kick when it's all done then your number's gonna switch oh for this reason i have to go with a perfect score of five out of five courtesyofgenius.com drum roll please Here's my top five Royce the Five Nights song. You got Fubu featuring Conway the Machine. It's on the Allegory album that came out in 2020. Then you got the song Woke. That's from the Book of Ryan in 2018. And you also got the song that we're reviewing as number three, Caterpillar from the Book of Ryan in 2018. Then you got Boom with first major single from the Rock City. 2002 first debut album and then you got the song one of my favorite it's called wisdom it's from the bar exam 4 it's a mixtape that came out in the early 2000s so this was my top five verse the five nine song production and beat what makes this good or bad the song and remix finds voice and m logic Rapping over an organ-driven boom-bap old-school instrumental beat courtesy of S1. It's a vast departure from what we're used to hearing M spit over, but Slim Shady is nothing but resourceful on the ill beat. The beat is made up from scratch, no sound simple except lyrical voice simple used on the beat. Notes about the producer. S1, he's a platinum-selling producer. His name is S1, aka the Symbolic One, and has worked with many musical artists as well as being one of the core members in singer Erica Badu's electronic band, The Cannabinoids. Prominent collaborations include Kanye West's Power from the Grammy winning album My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Beyonce's Best Thing I Ever Had of her album 4. Both tracks certify platinum. He also worked on West's Grammy-nominated album Jesus and Watch the Throne, a joint project with Jay-Z. As half of the duo The Dividends with Dallas-based singer-songwriter Sarah Jaff, S1 Crowell, he also worked on the Madonna album Rebel Heart. He's also signed to Kanye West's Very Good Beats production team as a producer. And the other producer of the track because it was produced by S1 and Epic. A multi-platinum music producer and songwriter. Epic Pro was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois and grew up surrounded by music. 
His production credits include Bryson Tyler, Little Liachi, Skylar Gray, Eminem, Pardison, Fontaine, A-Track, ZZ Ward, Sci High The Prince, Tamar Braxton, Royce Five Nine, Cardi B, Little Dirk, YBN Cordy, YBN Almighty J, and Quavo, Big Sean, Camila Cabello, J. Cole, to name a few. He got his first breakthrough in 2015 when he produced a four-time platinum record, Dolph, for artist Bryson Tiller. Epic's Pro Production has been nominated for Billboard Music Awards, American Music Awards, and Soul Tree Music Awards. He also recorded music for the TV shows Empire on Fox, Ballers on HBO, and FX hit show Atlanta. In 2012, he won a beat battle called Ice Tender Producer Showcase in Chicago and met for the first time S1. After a couple of years of proving himself in other beat battles and staying connected to S1, he joined his production team called Soul Controllers Production, aka SKP. So like I said before, the beat contains only two samples. Vocal lyrics from The Revolution will now be televised by Gil Scott Aaron from 1971 and vocal lyrics from Ring the Alarm by Turner Shaw, a 1985 classic reggae dub song. And for all these reasons, I had to go with a 4.75 out of 5. Again, courtesy of WhoSample.com for the information and samples. Before we get back to the next section, we at 40 Years of Hip Hop use Buzzsprout to broadcast our podcast and get our show listed on every podcast platform available. So far, our podcast is listed on over 20 platforms and reached 15,000 downloads in less than a year. As a Buzzsprout member, you will get a great-looking podcasting platform, an audio player that you can drop into your website, even WordPress. You will also benefit with detailed analytics and tools to promote your episode like audio-video snippets of your podcast called Soundbites. My favorite benefit is that I get to generate a second review by talking about something that I'm passionate about. Think about it. Are you a fan of something? Try podcasting about it. It's easy as one, two, three. It can generate you a secondary revenue. Get started for free, no credit card required, cancel anytime, no contracts. Use the link in our episode notes to let Buzzsprout know that we referred you. And if you sign up after your trial to a paid plan, you'll receive a $20 Amazon gift card and help support our show. Buzzsprout is the way to go. Relevance and longevity? Did it stand the tough stuff time? If so, how? It did pretty well as a recent song of less than four years, and it will continue to grow on in the future as a late 2010s classic repertoire song. The song has been described as the return of Bad Meets Evil, the duo that the two rappers had formed, Eminem and Royce. Israel Daramota of Spin Magazine called the song a throwback record to the jazzy, hard-rapping style of the 90s, acting as a vehicle for Royce and M to exercise their lyrical prowess. Mackenzie Cummings Grady of Billboard writes that Royce and M attack the boom bat beat with furious intensity. Ralph Brissalp of Revolt Magazine described the song as a nearly five minute display of rap calisthenics. The song charted as number 13 on US Billboard, bubbling under Hot 100 singles. The song was remixed as Caterpillar the Remix with featuring Logic and King Green in 2018, as I mentioned earlier. But it was ironically simple only in one song so far. A song by Chris Rivers, the late Big Pun's son. It was on the song Dragonfly, released in 2018. And for all these reasons, for relevance and longevity, I had to go with a 4 out of 5. 
A fun fact! The remix featuring Logic is included on the bonus track edition of Roy's 2018 album Book of Riot. Originally, Logic was meant to appear on the main version of the song but was later replaced by Eminem. Royce explained that this was because he and Logic couldn't figure out a good time for us to be able to shoot the video. That would be nice to have seen the video also with Logic. Now for Impact. How did this song impact hip-hop culture? While Book of Ryan has been his most personal album thus far, it's clear that Caterpillar is dedicated to the art of bars. A resurgence that was brought back in 2018 but seems to have faded a little bit since then until the famous Logs vs. Dipsas versus recently. 90s boom bap style rap is back, and with the latest Big Daddy Kane vs. Karais One, this style of rap I'm sure will definitely come back. Boom bap forever. There's some truth to the statement. It's safe to say that Royce has, has quietly been influencing the game for a minute now, setting the bar for lyricism and flow in the late 2010s. He's also been part of so many projects as a group duo, such as Bad Meets Evil with Eminem, P-Rhyme with DJ Premier, and Slaughterhouse, along with other super MCs Joe Budden, Joella Ortiz, and King Crooked. He also served as a ghostwriter for the likes of Pop Daddy and Dr. Dre of the years. Royce the 5'9 is definitely on anyone's list as a top 25 MCs of all time, if not top 10. He's the definition of a super MC. And with the song Caterpillar, he stated that he's the best out there. You know, 2018, that song has so much impact. So I have to go with a perfect score of 5 out of 5. <laughs> Fun fact. Boom Bap is a subgenre and music production style that was prominent in the East Coast during the golden age of hip-hop from the late 80s to the early 90s. The term boom bap is an anamatopoeia that represents the sounds used for the bass, kick, drum, and snare drum, respectively. The style is usually recognized by a main drum loop that uses a hard-hitting acoustic bass drum sample on the downbeats, a snappy acoustic snare drum sample on the upbeats, and an in-your-face emphasizing on the drum loop, and the kick-snare combination in particular. The term boom bap originated in 1984 when it was used by T. LaRock to describe the beat and the kick drum and the snare on the song It's Yours. T. LaRock spoke in an off-script fashion using the words boom bap to mimic the sound of the rhythm. This was the first recording on the Matepic expression of the beat. The term later became a universal name for the subgenre of hip-hop as a whole. DJ Premier suggested that the boom bap existed before the production of It's Yours. He states the term was used by the wider hip-hop community as a term to describe all hip-hop and the beat that is produced for it. The subgenre became increasingly better known when KRS1 released an album under the title Return of the Boom Bap Original Rap. That's the, that was a dope track, that was a dope track. You know, I'm starting to boom bap to snap my fingers, you know? The success of the album popularized the term boom bap. So let's do a recap. So for originality, I had to go with a 4.5 out of 5. For delivery, lyrics, and flow, a perfect score of 5. For beats production, I had to go with a 4.75. It was almost a perfect beat. Missing a little something. And relevance and longevity, I had to go with a 4 since it's a recent song. I couldn't do better. 
And for impact, I have to go with a five out of five. That song was so impactful and still is. It will be. Total score of 23.25 out of 25 for a 93%. Thank you, fellow hip-hop viewers, for tuning in into our podcast at 40yearsofhiphop.passprat.com and clicking on the support us hard icon to buy us a coffee. That's our Patreon so that we can continue our weekly podcast journey until we reach 1,000 episodes. We're also available on, on all major podcast platforms, YouTube and Dailymotion. Follow us on social media at 40 Years of Hip Hop on IG, Twitter and Facebook. Links in our podcast notes. We've also made Feedspot's top 45 podcast list at number 16. Go check the list. The link is in our episode notes. I'll be back next week with Drumroll Speeds. Me and my crazy world by the last boy. This is the G-Man signing out, and I'm Audi 5000. Boom, bap, original rap. <laughs> <laughs>